Welcome to Happier Ladies, a podcast where we discuss all things related to the happier and happier in Hollywood podcasts. We're sisters and super fans who can't get enough happier. So we created our own podcast to keep the conversation going. I'm Malika Amandi, a SoCal native living in Western Massachusetts, a new mom, and an entrepreneur. I'm here with my sister, Azizi Williams. That's me. I live and work in the LA area. I'm a not-so-new mom, and I'm an education professional in the independent school world. So, Malika, yes, I have a question to ask you. Okay. I'm wondering, I, because you started this new job, Clean Slate, mm-hmm. I'm wondering if you're wearing makeup to work. What's that like? Ooh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I went there. Good question. Good question. <laughs> I am, but very basic, which is what I was doing anyway before. So I put on some concealer. You were doing it before a little when? What before? Before I started working. You wear makeup in your daily life? A little, yeah. Oh, wow. Okay, continue. So under the eye, concealer, a little cream blush, some eyeliner, and clear mascara. So very basic. But it's funny, I have been thinking about, since we reviewed our 23 for 23 lists, and I had the thing about eyelashes, I was like, oh, I'd kind of forgotten about them for a little bit. And so last weekend, Norm and I had a date night, and i like, oh, I'm going to put on these lashes. And I did. Yes. And I was like, oh my oh. gosh, I look so bad. Did it feel amazing? <laughs> it just, it looks like you went the extra mile. Uh, yes. So now I'm like, oh, should I wear them to work? But our people are going to be like, what are you doing now? Or... Yeah, what's that on your eyes? <laughs> exactly. I mean, I don't think so. So Monday, I'm giving my first classroom presentation for mm. a group of freshmen. So that I feel like, okay, maybe I can dress up and step it up a little then and put the the lashes on. Nobody's going to question or comment on it. People are not watching me that closely. Right. But I have kind of hesitated a couple days like, oh, am I going to do this? No, that's too much. I have such an odd relationship with makeup. First of all, so the fact that you do this in your daily life is (laughs) a revelation. And that's a lot of steps that you go through to define your features. And the only thing that I do on a daily basis, like if I'm not at work, the only thing I do is lipstick. Okay. I, I feel like I'm naked if I don't have color on my lips. So, and I do that in the car when right. I'm like five minutes from <laughs> the destination. So, but I believe that if I were to do a little bit more, I would feel better about myself. And I think it would actually help with my features and yeah. um, definition and photographs that I end up being in. So I had an event the other night and I pulled out all the makeup and I pulled out the lashes also. I've only ever put them on myself once when I was in Vegas. That <laughs> felt very appropriate. And I for like five minutes, I just stared at the lashes. <laughs> and I was like, am I going to do this? Am I going to do this? Am I going to do this? No. And I didn't do it. And I'm looking at the the pictures from this event. It's like a fancy event. Like, oh, that I probably would have, you would have been able to see my eyes yeah. better if I had, if I had done that. But I just need more practice so that I don't have that yeah. worry that it's going to go wrong and then I can't get out of it. Yeah. Know? I think it seems like it would take a long time, but things can happen very fast. And actually, Gretchen talks yeah. about this. She timed herself putting on makeup and realized it only right. took less than five minutes. Wow. And I think for me to do the steps I mentioned, it might be one and a half minutes. I get it's it. It's like putting on moisturizer. Yeah. It, it it takes almost the same amount of time yeah. as that, yeah. you know? It's, it's, yeah. I think the thing is just 
starting it and picking a thing to layer in. And to be fair, I did watch a YouTube video about busy mom morning makeup or something. So like I watched people time themselves doing stuff and I was like, oh, I could do that. I think it's just intimidating when you have it, don't have the routine. So it just feels like, oh my gosh, there's so many things I could do. But yeah, in fact, you pick your lips, just pick one more feature or two more features and layer them in and see what it, it is, what it does. I think, I mean, I do it because yeah, it does make me feel better about myself. Like not like there's anything wrong with not wearing makeup, but I just like looking like I put in some effort. I think I have a, I have, my sense of time is just off. You know, you know, I really struggle with time and what day of the week it is. And like, just in general, my, my sense of time is just not, not there. And so I imagine that like getting dressed is only going to take me 10 minutes, but putting on makeup is going to take me like 20. And then actually I'm always running, like getting dressed takes a lot longer, you know, and probably putting on makeup is going to take a lot less. But I, I have the skewed sense. So so timing myself is is a good idea. And I like the idea of just layering in a few more things and mm-hmm. giving that a try. Mm-hmm. You told me a tip that I think has helped with the lashes, which is using the pen, the glue pen. Oh, did you get it? I did. Uh-huh. So yeah. that makes it very fast. Yeah, yeah. It's just like putting on eyeliner and then you put the lashes over it. It makes it a lot easier. And I, I did find, actually, I was influenced and bought this this Tula Concealer Foundation Glow Sunscreen in one. Mm-hmm. And I have worn that a few times. And it's like a really pretty glowy kind of cover up. But it was when I started wearing it to work, it was like 100 degrees and I would be sweating. <laughs> and like that was kind of a mess. So I, I hit pause. But I need to return to that and try a few other things. You've inspired me. And I know you took that makeup class, which was super cool. Yeah, it was fun. It was at Sephora. It was just, it's one of the services they offer that you can do a one-on-one makeup lesson. And I, I haven't I haven't applied a lot of the things I learned there because I really wanted to understand shadowing and mm. contours, which, to be fair, I took a makeup class in college because I was a, a drama course. major. <laughs> it was required. And so I know I've done these things before, but it's been so long. I'm not ready for that in my everyday life, but for a special occasion or something, that could be fun. Yeah, that feels like magic. I just, I can't, I don't know that I'll I'll ever get there, but that's okay. I'm also also fine with that. I think just a few, a few basics that I do every day is so that I look better and, you know, so I, so I like how I look in photographs. Again, I, I like how I look. I'm fine with that, but. I think it could be, you know, even a little bit better. So I'm going to, I'm inspired. I'm going to give it a shot. All right. Thanksgiving. Oh, <laughs> that was random. <laughs> you can wear your makeup. The next, that's oh, the next time I'm oh, going to wow. see you. Oh, you're upping the ante. Are you saying we're going to have a makeup Thanksgiving? We could. I mean, okay. This well, like, you, it's, you always wear makeup, apparently. So you've been having makeup Thanksgivings. I mean, our mother <laughs> and our aunt, who are going to be there also, they are, they are women who wear makeup in their everyday life. Yes. Yes. <laughs> you're, you're so right. 
you are I, I grew up with mommy putting on makeup in the car on the way to work like full blush foundation the whole thing and why did that not rub off on me like why did I not pick up any of that I, none of those skills I have I'm just saying if we were if we were wearing makeup at Thanksgiving we're all we're gonna be in a house together for several days yes in a yes. family vacation so yes we would not be alone you know right. they would, we're in good company but then we're gonna be one of them and this is our legacy oh no <laughs> the cycle be complete then <laughs> all right well this week on Happier in Hollywood, episode 335, Liz and Sarah discussed going back to work after the strike, the importance of taking your own notes, maintaining friendships made on the picket lines, and they also recommended a podcast about boundaries, burnout, and self-care. And I really resonate with the conversation around setting boundaries as self-care. I think this is so important and I agree it's often overlooked. You know, we tend to focus on take a bubble bath and that's self-care, but the reality is self-care is a much deeper act of kind of watching out for yourself and what you need. And that includes protecting yourself from the things that you don't need. And that can be activities, it can be certain people's energies, it can be a lot of different things. And I'm reminded of one of the happiness hacks from Happier. Treat yourself like a puppy or treat yourself like a toddler. And when you think about it, these are both beings mm -hmm. that need a lot of parameters in order to thrive, right? I think parameters is not something we think about for ourselves often. And so, but when you think about taking care of a puppy or a toddler, somebody that's really vulnerable, they need a lot of supports and structures and they can't just do whatever they want to. Right. And so I think when we can create safety for ourselves, that's when we can really rest. Mm. And so what are the things that you need to feel safe in your life? And that can be on all kinds of different levels, mm. whether it's relationally or physically, psychologically. It's just an, an angle that probably because there's no commercial aspect to that. That's not selling anything. <laughs> it's the opposite of selling something. Exactly. So it doesn't get that kind of airtime. Yeah. But I really appreciate that conversation. And there's a book called Burnout. Did you oh, read that? I did. That yes. And it really dives into kind of the relationship between boundaries and rest and burnout and in, in a really kind of, I felt like radical way that I hadn't ever seen addressed before, but really giving you practical tools to know how to protect yourself from burnout. Yeah, I, I loved that book because of the storytelling aspect and how um, relatable the stories, the actual stories were of what burnout looks like and how it feels. And um, I feel like you, Malika, are a master at boundary setting. I've learned so much from you. <laughs> and I think I think you do a fantastic job at it. I think from an early age, you you learned about how to think about, is this going to make me happy? Is this something that I need to pursue? And and you you, you have a comfort with saying no or yeah, not, not today that I really respect. Thank you. Hard one in therapy. <laughs> I don't feel like no, that's a natural evolution, <laughs> but it certainly has been in progress for a long time. And I'm still yeah. learning. 
you know, for this the current season, what that means. Yeah, I like saying yes to things. I genuinely do. <laughs> you know, my my life philosophy has been to say yes to everything. And it's been a really interesting journey saying yes to all the things. And I, I like being busy and I liked their talking about being busy and how it can get glorified and, you know, all of that. And I'm now starting to recognize that rest is a good thing. And I'm the only one who's going to make time for me to rest. Mm. And no one else is going to make time for me to rest. So that's something that I'm just starting to learn and grapple with. What happened on Happier This Week? And more Happier This Week. Liz gave an update on her novel writing. Gretchen talked about the joy of connecting with old friends, and they both shared a listener hack for obligers. And make sure to take the test on your, um, if you're an obliger or a questioner, and so on. In Happier, episode 451, Gretchen and Sarah talk about why it's important to visually represent a challenge. They shared listeners' improvements to their day, and Liz followed up on an earlier update regarding running shoes. And I was really here for that, especially the story that she told at the beginning. I think she told it at the beginning of More Happier. I think this is what was making Liz more happier was um, attending her son's cross-country meet. And I have a daughter, Sanai, who's 16, and she also joined the cross-country team of her school in her junior year. And she came home after like 100 degrees the first practice. She had run two and a half miles around the Rose Bowl. And I said, how on earth do you do this, Sanai? I can't, I can't even imagine. I, there's no part of me that ever wanted to do anything like that. How do you do this? And she said, you know what, Mom? I really hate it. I I really hate running. But after I feel so good. I it feels really good after. And I was so blown away by that response. It kind of unlocked something in me because I've been trying to get more physically active and you know, really I've been so focused on I need to find something that I like to do. But hearing her say that she doesn't actually like mm. it, but I I she does it anyway and she sometimes goes on runs in the on the weekends and when she has free time. And so I gave running a try baby steps, like a, a challenge, a jog, more of a jog, <laughs> more of a jog. But but I loved the way I felt after I like went to work and felt lighter. And I felt like other places where I was kind of low energy and kind of achy went away. And so I started this six-week Learn to Run challenge, and it's been a very exciting journey, all because, you know, Sanai kind of unlocked this thing in me. However, my knee hurts. <laughs> so about two weeks in, my, my, the knee, my left knee started to feel stiff and achy and a little bit during the run, but especially after the run, it hurts a lot. And so... I, um, inspired by Liz, went to the shoe store and described what I was feeling. I went to New Balance and they put me on this machine. Sorry, the story is getting very long, but they overdue. They, they immediately... No, I'm the, intrigued. The lady was lovely. She was lovely. I, I can't remember her name, but she um, took me to some machine that does a 3D image of your feet and ankles, like a prolapsed ankle or something. So what you need are very supportive shoes with a lot of cushion, but also a lot of support. And so she walked me through it. And um, after, you know, maybe it was like an hour, I found a pair of shoes and, and it was, and it was fantastic wow. and I felt great. And I ran and then I got sore again. <laughs> 
So I, I, I think I'm going to go to the doctor and just get their opinion and see if there's anything more that I should be doing. Should I wear a brace? I don't know. But I'm, I'm hoping that I can continue down this path because it's very exciting. Wow. I am so amazed. I love that you're in finding running now. Who knew? Who knew? You know, the other thing that um, was inspiring was an episode of Wait, Wait, Don't Tell Me. Are you caught up on Wait, Wait, Don't... Did you hear the guy? Yes. 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 That was such an inspiring story. So I went down a rabbit hole of his Instagram page and like I'm ordering his book and like if he can do it, (laughs) like I'm not focused on weight loss. That's not, um, you know, that's nice. And I'm focused on health and stamina and so if i could figure out this get past this knee situation then i i think i'm on to something but we'll see so thank you liz for sharing your journey and uh, helping me on mine also i need to get some new shoes as well and i think i told you i started physical therapy for my right foot yes i have something called bursitis it's been kind of ongoing for a year and Mm. something i finally was just like okay let me get this checked out and then it was like a real issue but it's interesting being on a healing journey with regard to your mobility it's good it's important for us to do these things now and not just kind of ignore them or say like oh well i'm just getting older because there are often solutions And then why be in pain, right? Kudos to you for making the appointments, going to the specialist, and then, you know, following through because that always gets pushed aside, especially when we're very, very busy with other things. And I'm committed to figuring this out. And so if it means maybe I need to do strength training so I can, you know, build up the muscles, whatever, I'm committed to it. Yay. Yay. Our next segment is From the Archives, where we go deep into the vault of the happier canon and reflect on an idea that's resonating now. So a recurring theme on happier is to design your summer. Gretchen talks about how summer in particular is a season that has no distinct features unless you kind of give it some kind of theme or parameters. And in general, just designing seasons is a really powerful tool for happiness. It is mid-October when we're recording this. We're deep into fall in New England. Yes, we are. You are. Yeah. So (laughs) thinking about how we can design this season for ourselves in our different regions, find your fall. Azizi, what is your fall this year? What is on your bucket list? Mm. I was just commenting to my husband, Grayson, that we don't know the season has changed until we have visited Disneyland and they tell us what season it is. So (laughs) we were at Disneyland last weekend and it was very clearly fall, falls in the air and um, pumpkins everywhere and, you know, pumpkins flavored beignets it was lovely what was the temperature i was so excited i thought i was going to be able to wear a sweater i i packed a sweater and my mickey backpack and it was probably around 78 80 degrees (laughs) i put the sweater on and then it was quickly too hot and i took the sweater off you don't really know because it's all palm trees here well it's not a temperature it's a state of mind you're right target tells you what season it is also and my husband God bless him, loves to decorate outside. 
he thinks about it all the time. You know, they have this whole thing about guys always thinking about the Roman Empire. My husband's always thinking about Halloween decorations. And so he knew what theme he was going to do sometime in December. And he has this these amazing outdoor decorations. They're spooky, but not too scary and kind of cute. He also does like hay bales with ravens and candelabras. With it's 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 wow. very elaborate, and it makes you happy, you know. And it's like I I met someone at a meeting for work who happened to live in my neighborhood, and she was like, "Oh, you're the house with the great decorations." <laughs> oh, my Ooh, husband's gonna be so excited huge. to hear that. So. And then I take care of the inside. So, and this year I actually put it on my calendar. I'm going to go to shop at Marshall's specifically for some more um, fall decorations. And there's just a lot of different textured pumpkins and fall leaves and, um, and lights because light is really important when the days get shorter. It's really nice mm-hmm. to warm up things with candles and lights and things like that. So we went all in and it feels really good. We got the cinnamon broom from Trader Joe's. Oh, I cannot handle that broom. What? It's too much for me. And, you know, I'm oh, Malika. As I've gotten older, I've gotten much more sensitive to smells and I get headaches. Oh, that's right. When I was single, I bought the cinnamon broom and then I had to just put it outside on the porch because it was too intense. And then Norm bought the cinnamon broom and I was like, what are you doing with that? Why is my wife anti-cinnamon broom? It's like the warmest, loveliest thing. I'm sorry. Malika, that sounds really hard, <laughs> especially around this season, because there's so many great things to smell. In this house, there's there's a lot of smelling things, but that broom just like adds the last touches to it. So what about you? What are you doing? We got some pumpkins and Good. Put some mums out front in our hanging basket. Okay, so this the mums thing is an East Coast it must be. phenomenon. Yes, it is. It does not happen here. Yeah, I don't remember it. That's before. so funny. I don't remember life before. I don't know. It's so <laughs> ubiquitous here. I know, but everybody's got mums. I think the only other thing that has come up for me, I'm not a huge pumpkin spice latte fan. I am a Starbucks fan. Right. And I am curious about the apple crisp drink that they have. I'm going to set a low bar. Try that apple crisp drink. I brought up the decorations from the basement. They are now in the hallway. Well, that's a step. So I need to open the box. The trick is to put them out. (laughs) It's first open the box. And then hang those things inside. But just having the decorations outside feels good. Can you see it when you come home, the decorations outside? Yeah, you can okay. see it when you drive down our street. Nice. So, yeah. So that's that feels good. Do you like candles? No. We have some I have some candles from you. Oh. Um I can take them back. You might need to do that because they're <laughs> too strong. They're too strong. So they have candles that don't have scent or that have very yeah, little scent. I think it's now it's figuring out candles and a baby, you know, where to oh. put them or Oh, that's right. Oh. You know what would be very fall, and I should put this on the bucket list. Okay, I'm saying it out loud, so it's got to happen now. Yeah, we got a fire pit in the summer that we don't, we haven't used. Uh, and it ooh. would be so okay. cozy to have a fire outside. But wouldn't it be very cold? It's chilly, but it's not too cold. You know, like okay. campfire okay. where you kind of bundle up, yeah. have a blanket. Yeah, that would be cozy. I think we need to do that before snow starts coming. Before it gets too cold. 
Yeah, that sounds very, that sounds pretty advanced, Malika. I think for you, just putting the decorations up inside the house. <laughs> Let's take it down a notch. Focus on that. Okay. <laughs> okay. That's fair. And I feel like there's something where there are, so it's two things about the candles. One, Grayson and I, when we were at Marshall's, because we both love scents, we were like smelling all the candles. But the thing that's really nice are the crackling ones that like, it's like a wood wick. Mm -hmm. So I recommend a wood crackling mm -hmm. candle that has very little scent. And a lot, there are a lot of candles that aren't very strong or no scent that you put up over your fireplace because I know you have those little pedestals or whatever. The other thing mm -hmm. is the, ba the battery operated ones, which I got one of those. We okay. do those have nice those. Too. Those add a nice yes. touch. I need to collect them yes. from around the house and then start putting, put them on the timer. All right, we'll put it that. on the calendar so that you do it before it's too late or else you're not going to have enough time before you have to change over and it'll okay. be a whole other season. I know. You're already behind. The decorations are almost gone from Target now, so it's almost, the season's almost over. We've got a <laughs> box of stuff, so I, I'm just going to commit to implementing what is here. Yes, use what you have. Great on the mums and the pumpkins. You're on your way. Thank you. Now we're going to talk about a happiness helper where we discuss objects that can make your life easier. And I want to share with the people today an iPhone hack called screen effects. I might be the last one who knew about this. I don't know. I, I might be the last one. Gretchen and Liz talk about things that are whimsical. And, and I remember a mm. long time ago, they talked about embracing the cheese. Do you remember that one? I still think about that. Like, even if it's cheesy, do it. If mm -hmm, it makes you happy, mm -hmm. lean into it. So something that makes me happy is sending messages with confetti or a balloon or a spotlight or a firework. That makes me really happy. And it also, there's a little like tactile feel if you have that turned on when you receive the message and when you deliver the message. Mm -hmm. So what you do is you just go to the person that you want to send your message to on an iPhone in your message app, and then you type in the message, and then you push and hold the blue send button until you see send with effect. You, you could send your message in funny or interesting ways, the actual text, but then they also have a screen option and when you click on screen option they're going to give you a number of different fun ways to send your message with like background effects like confetti or balloons or a big heart balloon and then when you've chosen the one that you want you push send and then you send it and it's fantastic it's so delightful so there you go i may have been the last one to know this but in case there's one more out there i wanted to make sure you knew it the other thing I wanted to tell you about also on iPhones and maybe with the latest iOS, if you go to your photos and you pick a photo and if you like gently push on an aspect of the photo, you'll have the option of copying just that image. So it takes it removes the, the main um, image within the photo that you want and allows you to put it on your clipboard. And then you can text it. You can save it to your notes. You can put it in your GoodNotes app as a sticker for later. I'll talk about that some other time. But again, a whimsical, fun way to kind of enhance your phone use experience and bring joy to yourself and others. So there you go. You're welcome. Thank you. Okay, people? <laughs> You're welcome. Thank you. <laughs> All right. Now it's time for Peaks and Valleys. Because in life, there are always peaks 
and valleys. Today is an odd episode, which means that I will start off with a peak. And my peak is the YouTube channel Yoga with Adrian. I love this channel. I've been watching it since 2013. I think my friend Maria told me about it. One of the 30-day yoga mm-hmm. challenges. And it's just been something that I come back to at different times, different seasons. But the woman who hosts it, Adrian, she's just got the most down-to-earth personality. So it feels like you're taking a yoga class from your really good friend. And I think she started sometime in the early 2000s putting out a video once a week and has not stopped. And so there's a huge archive of yoga for everything you can imagine. There's five-minute videos, 10-minute videos, up to 50-minute classes. And so I've been going to the YMCA, making my comeback. Good for you. But it was too much to try to coordinate with the classes at the YMCA. (laughs) So I just Mm. downloaded it. Uh, yoga with Adrian on my tablet and I take my own yoga mat and I go to the stretching room. Are you serious? Yes. This next level. You're watching your own YouTube at the YMCA taking a private class. Yes. That's brilliant. In my, there's something about going to the Y that makes it happen because if it was just going to be me doing it at home. Yes. Right now that just isn't, it doesn't work and it doesn't feel like I can really relax or rest. Mm-hmm. So it's very important to go to the Y, but I'm so glad mm-hmm. I have this on-demand class. It's funny because usually I'm looking for the short videos and now that I'm going to the Y and making the space, I'm like, no, I'm going to do the 45-minute class. I'm going to do the 50-minute class and it feels so good. Going. So yeah. that's that's mm-hmm. the peak. And it's similar to what you're, you know, describing the feeling after running or what Sanaya was saying. It's like no matter how much effort it takes, I always feel so good afterwards. Well, congratulations, Malika. Thank you. That's awesome. So my valley is an issue that <laughs> that I've had since I started this job and I have a commute. And the the issue is on my commute home, I snack and I snack mindless, like mindlessly. It's not like I'm savoring the snack or um, that I'm particularly hungry, but I need something to keep me occupied and to relieve stress after the long day and for the traffic that I'm about to hit. And I I recognize that I like crunchy things and I like sweet things. So it's like chips or it's a cookie or it's, it's sparkling water, which is not terrible. And that's, you know, definitely something that I can keep. But I've come to realize that these are calories that I don't actually need. They're not doing anything for me. It's satisfying some other some other need that I have, and maybe there's other ways that I can do that. So, so I'm putting it out there because it's a pattern that I want to disrupt, and I'm gonna look for some other ways, or at least maybe some more nutritional things that won't be so you know impactful. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna posit that you look at the 21 strategies for habit change tool. Okay, yeah, Christian has. The problem is I have paired eating with driving <laughs> and I need to de-pair it <laughs> somehow. There might be some other That's a good suggestion. strategy that you haven't considered because they're 20, 21 yes. is a lot. That's a lot. I've read them. I need to revisit them and see what I can replace, what can replace that, the eating for sure. 
That reminds me, I've been meaning to ask you. Oh, okay. How's your streak of going to bed on time? Oh, not good. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, <laughs> I mean, it's so, so it's not terrible. I feel like on the whole, I'm going to bed earlier than I used to. Okay. But I'm not in the bed by 10, mostly. Okay. But it's like 10 30, 11, not past 11. I, I okay. try not to go past 11, mostly. <laughs> That's. That's where I'm at. I'm in the range. A pitfall is when I have late meetings and I'm in a season right now where I have two or three a week. So I'm not getting home till maybe nine. That's hard. And then it's really hard to unwind. Yeah. So that's just where I'm at right now. But on the whole, it's much better than it used to be. That's good to hear. Yeah. Thanks for asking. Well, that brings us to the end of our episode. Azizi, let's leave on a happier thought. What are you going to try this week? I am going to try to layer in a few additional makeup steps before I go to work. I've been inspired by you, Malika. I'm going to give it a try. Uh, what about you, Malika? I am going to try that apple drink from Starbucks. Welcome, my fall vibes. <laughs> good. Good for you. You get that apple drink from Starbucks. <laughs> Thank you for listening to this episode. If you like us, rate, review, and tell a friend. Send us a message at happierladies at gmail.com and tell us something you liked about Happier and Happier in Hollywood this week. Our theme music was created by Wyatt Muncie, and we want to thank Norma Mondi for helping us produce this episode. We also want to give a special shout out to Gretchen Rubin, Liz Craft, and Sarah Fain for inspiring our conversation each week. You can find us on Instagram at happierladies and on the web at happierladies.com. All right, it's easy. Have a happier week. Have a happier week, Malika. Bye. Bye. I don't remember the next part. <laughs> what was it? <laughs>